millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you hungry for adventure? Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered. Behold, Dungeons and Doritos. Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama. A cinematic serial of mayhem-filled, morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com. The following program is presented by The Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Everybody, welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 143, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. And with me is the hard man with hard opinions, Andrew. Hello. And we have our king, baby duck, Evan. Konnichiwa, my bastards and wenches. And Elite Four, Derek. Bonjour, my sir. <laughs> Bonjour. So, Buongiorno. We. Grazie. So, so, so this episode... We are at the end of the spring season of anime, and we are saying farewell to a whole bunch of really awesome shows that happened this season. There were a lot of shows that came out this season, but very few of them were amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, Agreed. Like, Wiki's worthy amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally agree with you on that one. In fact, I feel like I watched more anime this season than the previous one. But I feel like the majority of the stuff that I watched weren't what they're not like the type that's worthy about talking about, you know? Yeah. But this now what we have is we are going to start speculating on what is to come in the next couple weeks. Uh, if you're listening to this recording, the new season of anime for the summer has already started. But we are going to be speculating what's going on for this season right now while we're you know while we're at it while we're gearing up while we're gearing up that's a good way of putting it so let's get into it and let's start with some news oh i didn't bring news belch on again again well you know if i if i did this at my house man whistle could sad no i'm i'm sad I'm sad because it's been like weeks and now we think of her, this inanimate object, as a thing that has a soul. 
Why didn't they take me? Oh! It's like... hurt that it has a soul, but you still call it a thing. <laughs> there is something fundamentally wrong about that, but we still That have... silence is where more bells should have rung. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some anime news. Nudes. Nudes. Anime nudes. Anime uh, nudes? Send news. <laughs> Evan, what do you have for us today? Oh, it's just some interesting movie news about a certain little anime that I know most of us here have watched and loved to death. Sword Art Online? That is... <laughs> Derek and my roommate love, love Sword Art Online, and I feel so bad that he doesn't know better anime than that. <laughs> love is a strong word. I'm intrigued by it. It's... Not him. No, I'm talking about Wrath the Oh, Wrath. yeah. So, uh, who I think should be on the show maybe in the near future. But no, I'm talking about one of the greatest anime comedies of the last couple years, and that is Konosuba, God's Blessing on This Wonderful World. That's oh. right. There's going to be a movie for... Did, did it spe- specify exactly what part of the light novel series it's going to be covering? It has not. Uh, anna- they haven't s- announced yet which part of the light novels. But if I am to speculate, and I'm hoping they are going to be adapting Volume Five, which is the ep- which is the story of when when the gang goes to Mega Man and Union's birthplace, mm-hmm. and it's really funny. Because right. I've been reading the light novels outside of what's been shown in the anime, and the material in the stuff is fantastic. Like I'm hoping that they can, can find a way to continue telling the story in anime form. But I was reading in an interview that the original light novel guy said he wouldn't be upset if they never do any other anime adaptations because he feels the anime has done its job by promoting his light novel stuff. Well, that's good. It sounds like that it's caught some traction, or at least enough traction to keep him afloat that he can keep writing and doing what he loves, but he doesn't have to go through the stress of you know being a kind of a, a, a anime creator as well which I know can be rough on the uh, creators themselves because they change so much content, either stuff that can't be animated or stuff that, uh, you know, is just, well, for lack of a better term, Hollywooded all over. Pretty much. And if for some examples of that in, within the anime realm, look at episodes of Shiro Bako, Girlish Number, and even A Sister's All You Need. They all touch on those sorts of things. Yeah, actually, I think Girlish Number was the best example of it. Although the Shiro Bako one was a pretty darn good example especially that was more western based animation though a lot of anime 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 isn't really done like that in japan itself no that's that's true but it, it just specifically the part where the producer is going to the anime studio is in like the cowboy getup and i think i think the best example based in reality of that is still uh what was that Dumbass anime, uh, girlish number. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about one. What? I loved girlish number. Yeah, I actually didn't like girlish number. I what? dropped it after like five episodes. Oh, I thought that show was great. I finished no, it. I'm it talking was... about um, oh, the show with the lollies and going to the fantasy world. I can't even remember the name of it because I hated it. So death much. march to a parallel world. Death Rhapsody. March, yes, death death march. Uh, the guy who dropped it two episodes in remembers it, but the guy who watched the entire thing doesn't. Yeah, um, because it was so memorable. That show was 
the basis of, hey, we have this guy who has a light novel and it's really bad, but we're going <laughs> to animate it because it's really, really famous amongst the web crowd, right? Yeah, the and, weebs in the whatever Japanese crowd. You know, so that's kind of just a, a good example of when light novels get put into practice and then put into animation and then it's just like well here's the result of this there's another one coming out this season uh, another isekai oh okay and the and one it's, um it's literally the same premise and i can't believe it it's I, not the slime slime one right no 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 it's it's a show it's it's on the it's on the any chart list is it this that one, one. Read yeah. the premise. Yakurin no how Sekaiu no Valkyria. Some urban legends are best left untested. Yuto Sho gets more than he bargains for when he joins his childhood friend Mitsuki Shimuya in testing out an urban legend when he uses his phone to take a picture of himself with the local shrine's divine mirror. He is whisked off into another world, uh, one heaven, he- one heavily steeped in the lore of the old Norse myths, using his knowledge gained from school and his solar. Uh, why won't you scroll? There we go. Solar powered smartphone. Oh my gosh, he's in another world with his smartphone. He has again. He has the chance to bring the Wolf Clan, the same people who cared for him, the prominence. All while er- earning the adoration of a group of magic-wielding warrior maidens known as the Ein Herjar. It's, it's, it's the worst, guys. This is, like, this is... The- Remember that Flork of Cows comic I sent you? Yeah, can you give me just a bag of zippers and some women that will just love me for no reason whatsoever? Gee, thanks. Yeah. That's this anime. Um, it's so bad that we're, that... This it, now it's it's I know it's its own genre now, but it's not creative and none of them have been good. You know, Sword Art Online was really the one that kind of kicked it off and got it started going, and then uh, Log Horizon came shortly after that. But then it was just like this snowball effect of just all these other stories because everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, Sword Art Online's so popular! I'm going to write my own light novel series." about the same premise except it's going to be like in a real fantasy world not a video game fantasy world and it's just strange so now we have another one that's completely off topic what were we talking about well, we were talking about the Kenosuba movie yes yeah which is the yeah. much better and light isekai novels. we were talking about light novels yeah, well, yeah we were talking about light novels it's and we were talking parody of isekai. isekai yeah it's basically him going well this is what's wrong with your genre and they don't care Nobody cares yeah. as long as as long as there's uh, underage boobs, then nobody cares. Yeah, and smut and you know a harem of lolis, then <laughs> then otaku's will love it. They'll love it. Yeah. They'll love it. What but we should point with you people. We should point out that it's going to be the same cast, the same staff, but they're doing it over a GC staff oh, instead of Studio Dean. Yay! Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty cool because uh, <laughs> we were discussing this on the phones. I have to write. I have to draw how many frames yeah. a second for movies. Studio Dean was just like that's just way too much work for us. We only we only delve into subpar animation. I thank you very much. You know we would we would very much like a movie. Mm. I don't think so. We don't have enough 
South Koreans and Filipinos to draw that many frames. All right, what else do we got? Um, well, there's another movie that's going to be opening up very soon here in America, and that is the other film from Masaki Yuasa, which is Night is Short, Walk On Girl, which that's has right. been winning many, many awards at film festivals all across the world. Um, so there's going to be just a... At first, what it sounds like there's going to be a two-day preview screening on August 21st and 22nd, but then the following... Uh, or actually, on that Wednesday, too, it's going to be opening up at various other places for a wider screening. So I'm hoping that maybe it'll come to the Kendall Square, Cambridge, like the other one, Lou Over the Wall, did. Mm. Yeah, See, I, I don't know. I'm I'm seriously... The next movie I'm waiting for is Mirai no Mirai. Yeah. That's, I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing that's going to be a fall release from what yeah. the G-Kids people told me. It's... It seems likely, and that's okay, that's good, I, but man, Mariah of the Future is what I'm really waiting for. Holy cow. Yes. I'm waiting for this movie called uh, Dragon Ball Super, the movie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> they actually did just release that Frieza is going to be in the movie, so... Is Goku going to be in the movie? I'm not sure. They... <laughs> <laughs> They're teasing it. I mean, he's he takes up like thirty percent of the shot time for the commercials. See, see so it could go away either, either see, way. Nobody's actually going to care what characters are in it. it. The movie is actually starring a single Kamehameha wave for an hour and a half. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the shooting stars meme or something. <laughs> It's like it's like a Naruto film. There's no there's no characters in it. It's just a Rasengan at the in the last thirty seconds that everybody masturbates over. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! <laughs> That's the sound of the audience. Thirty seconds <laughs> just before the movie. The eternal dragon going. Your wish is granted. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what do we got? What do we got next? Alright, so My Hero Academia News, a brand new spinoff series. Yeah, the newest uh, announcement for My Hero Academia was that the next spinoff that was going to come out was My Hero Academia, starring all the female characters of My Hero Academia. I, I really don't think it needs that. I think that the original My Hero Academia has such a great balance between all of the characters already in the show I, that they don't need one that's specifically for the female cast. I totally yeah. agree, but the female cast are the most popular characters in the show because they're absolutely adorable. Well, sure. <laughs> I, I mean... It's going to so, make money. That's yeah, as long as you just admit that it's marketing, then okay, you can have this. Yeah. We're just going to get tons of Froppy. We're going to get tons of Uraka. It's going to be fantastic. People are going to be making dojins of this for years on end. Everyone's going to love it. See, but I like I, I think that what makes My Hero Academia work so well is the fact that there's a mix between all of the characters that are involved now. So if they yeah. get rid of half of the cast, meaning all the male characters, then that dynamic might still be there, but it's missing a component that links it all together. And I'm not saying, oh, it's going to be a bad show because they're getting rid of all the males. No female can make a good show. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is that all... I was actually are, thinking that you were saying the opposite. It was like, they're taking out the girls. No one's going to watch this now. Well, no, no, no. It's I, like I, 
it's a series that seems like it's never seemed like it's boys versus girls. Everyone yeah. seems like they're on the same footing. They're and to a team. kind of like and to kind of throw that gender thing in there and be like, and now the girls are gonna have an adventure. It's like but Granted. why? Yeah. Granted. <laughs> they're already having adventures with everyone, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Granted. Uh the character that Uraraka has turned into and I'm not going to spoil anything, but her recent character arc in the manga for like the past two or three, yeah, two or three, two or three volumes. volumes has only solely been on her contemplation on whether or not she likes Midoriya. And that's it. Which she does. So she <laughs> is, she's kind of flattened out into a one note. So if they do this spinoff series, I hope that they get away from, do I like boys? You know, like I'm more into girls. Tee. What is this feeling I have? Why am I frozen? <laughs> um, what is it about Floppy's tongue that makes me salivate? But uh, <laughs> everything, everything about it. <laughs> but uh, no, it, that's a, that's a good that's a good point. You know, Araraka's character has turned into this one note character, which I hope doesn't say. I don't mind it because I think it's cute. Like, you know, it's a cute little aspect of her. But she's not she, developing. Right, exactly. But she's not continuing to develop. You know, it's fine that she that she's focusing on liking Midoriya. But she's... They're not, like, sprinkling it in. It's literally every panel she's in. And it's just like... Do I like him? Yeah, do, do I, I like I, it? Do, do I like him? It's just like, yes, you do. Just say, yes, you like him. And then we can move on. Yeah. You know? So. But that's just not... Just fucking say it! Yeah. But that's not a spoiler or anything because that's not even the main content of the upcoming manga. Dojins will will tell you that. (laughs) You spoiled the fact that she has feelings for him? Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, My Hero Academia uh, heroine arc or series spinoff, is it necessary? No. Everybody's going to be watching My Hero Academia no matter what. Will we buy it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Ribbit. <laughs> Kano. <laughs> Alright, so the next news story. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 oh. It's a horse girl's news. See, we're going to run out of this horse girl news stuff. It's eventually really because the next, the next season's starting and there's no horse girls. And it's going to be all about badminton. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be about beach volleyball. We haven't gotten there yet. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. You know how badminton could be better? Horse girls. <laughs> In a recent interview, the uh, producer of Uma Musume, Junosuke Ito, uh, said that if the show gets popular enough, and if the video game gets popular enough, they will bring back Uma Musume for another season. Yes. So what that means is it's going to get another season. Yeah. yeah <laughs> did, I, did he explain why he laid the crap... I'm sorry. The, uh, the very different episode that was uh, episode 13, we shall say. <laughs> I, I have feelings about that. I hate that that's the one I'm all up in arms about, is <laughs> yeah. episode 13 of Horse Girls. <laughs> but I am mad about that episode. <laughs> um, I'm not up in arms about it. I'm just... I just feel like it was episode 13 because that's what we were contracted to. And... The whole, yay, all the main characters are racing one another. Which one of them won? All, all of them. them. All of them. And yeah. none of them. Like, it's just like, oh, no. Everyone's a winner and everyone's a loser. 
it 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 was just that weird. moment where your anime thinks you're stupid. Yeah, <laughs> your anime <laughs> thinks you're dumb. That's right. Your um, anime thinks you're watching My Little Pony. Everyone's a winner. Yay! I, I do sixteen way tie. What, what was it? Twenty four way tie. <laughs> I I think it's which really is cool. never has it has ever been a tie in a race. Not that. No, we're not even gonna bring in ties because twenty-four way tie is so ridiculous that it just shouldn't even be talked about. They could have ended it at twelve, and it would have been an awesome cliffhanger. And been like, I wonder what happens if they race. Well, you saw it, and guess what? They all friggin' win. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert! Sorry. It was uh It was just a. Uh, uh, the millennials were very upset that. That one horse girl had to win every episode, so they were like, okay, everybody wins, and everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> this is the episode that they would have, like, you know, they would have ended it at 12, and then there would be a petition. Bring it back for one more episode. Bring back that last race. And then yeah. years later, they would do that episode, and people would be like, okay, that kind of sucked. Yeah. No, they so at least like, they got that out of the way. Yeah, they cut to the chase. So like, we'll just throw it out next week there. Um, <laughs> but ho- but but hopefully that won't be the last episode because like, yes because here's the thing like we know that Umamusume is popular over here and even over in Japan we know that when the game officially launches in Japan a lot of people are going to download it I will forgive them if season two episode one starts with a dream bubble popping above a uh, special week and that whole thirteenth episode being a dream yeah that's true <laughs> I, I wouldn't have been trainer son. Oh yeah, the trainer son. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I just was, wish they all could win. It was more than his horses. Like otherwise, yeah. it would have just been speak up. <laughs> yeah, but even still, it's anime. Yeah, no. there has to be some form of masturbatory material for the fans. Um, <laughs> I will say it, it was really cool because Wicked Fan Haru got a hold of us uh, last week, and he sent us a, a YouTube video that somebody had compiled uh, footage of all the horses that are featured in Uma Musume. Yep. Uh, where where he popped up, or where the video pops up the anime character, and then shows actual Japanese race footage of these things of these horses uh, winning, and holy crap! I had no idea that Special Week really would have done that. Come from last and just sped like at least a two or three or a second lead at the very end. Like I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so anime! I can't believe they would do this. You know, and, oh, it's cool, yeah, Special Week wins. But no, like, in real life, in Special Week's real races, she was in last place and would drift all the way up up to the front and win with a two- or three-second lead. Now now insane. that you say drift, I'm now picturing, like, Special Week getting into a car and just initial Ding everybody. And then uh, Silent Suzuka was, was in the video as well, and Silent Suzuka would just basically stay out in front the whole time and then get like a five second lead out of everybody it was incredible it was a really cool <laughs> video so thank you Haru thank you for sending that I, I really enjoyed it that's neat yeah. it was neat I should also make the point too that he the, the producer of Umumusume is also hoping to add the more recent horses into the horse girl lore that we've been seeing on television yeah. especially with the triple crown winners yeah I would actually hope that if a season two of Umumusume happened that none of the original characters are in it and silent and and special week is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know about that, but uh, yeah. But if it's a new cast of characters and it doesn't just continue on with the same story, because I think this story is told. This story has been told. It's been over. Now let's do different a different cast. That would be great. 
Maybe it's like the next generation. Like, these are the horse girls that were from the offspring of the previous horse girls. And, like, the previous horse girls are now training their daughters to be racing. Offspring. But there's that one... But there's that one horse girl that wants to be something other than a racer. She wants to be Hokage. (laughs) (laughs) But if the horse girls have daughters, that means that they've had sex. What? So much fan fiction. That can't happen. Yeah. Because then all the fans will say, no, they're not single for me. That's right. Yeah. So much so much fan fiction would be written and spoiled at the same time. So that can't Uh-oh. happen. So that can't happen. Yep. Listeners, what horse girls do you want to see? Please give us a reason to keep our streak alive so we can keep talking about horse girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun and educational. <laughs> Alright, so we've got some... Well, I have the summer anime news, but let's save that for when we're actually talking about summer hopefuls, okay? Yep, sure. So, we've got some OVA news. We've got two anime from this past winter that are coming back with special OVA episodes. We have School Babysitters. Good. Yes. And we have Takagi-san, or Karakai Jozuno Takagi-san, which was one of my favorites. Yeah, that that was a really good show. Um, another one that I actually want to add to that that I actually have in my library now is, uh, and I hated the show, was is there's an OVA episode of Showbitch, mm. of my, my girlfriend is Showbitch. New, I saw clips of it. It actually looks pretty funny. Yeah, an OVA came out. That, I hated that show, man. It was so bad, but I watched the whole thing from beginning to end. Like, it was it was just the worst <laughs> it was a show. Jo- I, like, I liked it. But it was like, so I, I gave it four out of five stars when it was like up to episode eight, but... Thinking back, I would have probably taken away half a star. I mean, it, I I liked it, but it wasn't, like, the funniest anime sex comedy you could find. I think the Takagi-san one comes out this season, and Gaku and Babysitters comes out in the fall. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I don't really know what they could do with both of those series. I would just prefer that they continue the story. I, I really don't like it when OVAs are just like, oh, this is a thing that happened in between, even though the story is way far ahead of this. Yep. Right. You know, like, I, I just... Well, the thing about Karakai Jozono Takagi-san is that there is a spin-off yeah. manga which focuses on uh, Nishikata and, and Takagi-san being married and having a daughter. Yes. It's from the original creator. I would love to see that be adapted into another season. That would make a great OVA. You would have everything said and done the way that it it needed to be said in a short OVA, and that's all you need for it, and I'd be happy with that. Mm. Well, we should also mention that Laid Back Camp is getting an OVA episode, too. That's right. Yay. Yes. By the way, I was in New Hampshire this weekend uh, for a wedding, and I went to this very remote part of New Hampshire for the wedding. And there were campsites everywhere. And You're scoping it, it out. I am, excited. because it is beautiful up there. Like, I, I hate camping, but I would love to try camping at one of these places. As yeah. long as you have, like, a camper. Yeah. <laughs> they're gorgeous. <laughs> no, no, we're going to get one of those laid-back camp official campers with the Desco's big face on the side. Wait, is that a thing? Nope, that is a thing. Oh, neat. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were making like an Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile joke or something like that. But <laughs> no, 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 camp, no. It's real? Okay. <laughs> no, there is a tent with that you could buy that has the laid back camp girls on there. Can you turn it inside out so they can watch you while you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> and other things. What? No other things. In the no. <laughs> 
That is a clean series. It is a clean series. Except it's a very nice series. Teacher is responsible for children. <laughs> except for except for that, the OVA that's coming out is like a summer beach OVA. It's kind of it's kind, kind of, of ruins the whole effect. <laughs> yeah. Under well, 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 watch it. Well, watch those. You'll probably see none of those clips in the actual anime. It's just. They just did that just as a joke, but then it's just going to be like another regular episode of Late Back Camp. It's going to be cold outside oh. again. That's the whole thing. This series <laughs> is guys... the exact opposite of a Moe series that's fan service because they this takes place during the winter, so everybody's wearing more clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys want to take odds on whether or not they set up a little camp area on the beach, but then the tide rolls in, so they have to do a rescue mission of all their goods? <laughs> I don't like that. That's I hope I... that's right there. <laughs> I'm putting my money on one of them gets Lyme disease from a tick. <laughs> that happens in Japan. That's only in like Sweden and here. Because mm-hmm. because have... Lyme disease actually came from Sweden. Fun fact. And it, and it come, and their their uh, their deer ticks. We have deer ticks here. Those are bear ticks mm. in Sweden. Huh. Yeah. Are they bigger? I don't think are they so. Bear sized. Oh man, that would be horrifying. <laughs> Could you imagine a bear? <laughs> Actually, I think that would be less scary because then that couldn't bite you and, yep. and be a microscopic. They would just impale you. And yeah, kill like you right away. exactly. Ah. Um, and call, that's how Terraformer started. I I call bullshit. Bear tick is a Pokemon. Are you ready for some strange news? Strange news already. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well. I think we found ourselves a brand new sport that all of us could <laughs> could enter. Japan holds an annual contest on who can angrily flip a tea table the farthest. I am in. I'm so in. Oh my god. I am in too. Evan and I have already talked, and I am not flipping the table right now, even though I really want to. But it's <laughs> computer and microphone are on it. <laughs> <laughs> so tempting. But here's the thing: it's it's not. It's not the technique of flipping that they are measuring. It's how far or how high the plastic flying fish or the plastic fish that is resting on the table goes. That's how they measure the the best table flipper. So and I'm, is it how high or how far or is it how high and far? I'm going to say... It says as far as they can, so as far as it can go. And and I'm guessing that the rules will probably say that you have to start on your knees and you can't go onto your feet. Like, you can't use your feet as momentum. You probably have to do it from your knees. Mm-hmm. And it's all upper body, shoulder, and back, and arm strength. You know, there mm-hmm. really is a technique to flipping a table to fling a piece of fish as far as you can. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that actually sounds like it's pretty challenging. And it's kind of... It's kind of like jazz. It's not about flipping the table. It's about moving the pieces on the table as you flip it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So when you flip it, you're supposed to like belt out a phrase of anger, hope, or passion while you're doing it. Sure. And this year's winner was Shinya Chiba, a member of the Iwate Big Bulls basketball team. He reportedly shouted... Go Big Bulls! While sending the fish 8.29 meters or 27.2 feet from his position. Good for him. What would you go, what would you go yell? Big Bulls? <laughs> Alright, so what everybody here, what would you yell? What would be your phrase if you hmm. 
We should be like, stop watching anime and get a job! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would probably be fully collegiate Nita season two! <laughs> <laughs> That's my waifu! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kamehameha. <laughs> it, that would be great if it was just like, oh crap, here comes the foreign team. Like, you know. <laughs> So the other thing of strange news I have, and this is a facepalm sort of strange news. Survey shows that 1 in 20 otaku only take a bath once a week. Oh, some good statistics for you right there. Is this Wait, take, uh, is say this... take a bath? Okay, okay, so wording, I take showers. So both bath and shower. Okay, counts. all right. Um, and this is, is this, uh, this is Japanese otaku? And not yes, this is Jap- Japanese otaku. Okay. And it's, uh, and it's, uh, and it, it has a picture of three Japanese girls holding their nose their noses and oh that is awesome stock photo yeah that yeah, is stock I, I was pretty sure that was just a stock image. I, I, I like to imagine that it still has like the the, the stock <laughs> yeah. watermark across yeah it. all over it that just says Getty Images <laughs> <laughs> and so because people are just like we don't care that it has that no, actually, those were the three women in Japan who were offended by this. They lined <laughs> them up in front of a white backdrop, and they all held their nose in disgust. I, I have to applaud them. It is One bath a week is more than otaku do here. It's, pro- it's probably average. Yeah. So, here's, so here is the... Um, so just keep in mind, it's 1 in 20. So it's a small percentage, because thankfully, I have the percent... I have the whole results here... 81% say they they wash or shower every single day. Okay. Good on you. So 10% say roughly every other day because it's a hassle. That's 10%. Yeah. And then 4% said two or three times a week, but I don't smell bad. They claim they don't <laughs> smell bad. I love how they put the excuse in there for them. <laughs> Um, we know we know how you're going to answer. Well, this. it depends on just, it depends just, on how active they are, I guess. I mean, if they're just sitting in their room all day long, but it's hot, they could be sweating. still get greasy. Oh, I know you do. Still get yeah. greasy. I understand. Yeah, but they don't smell bad. <laughs> but they don't smell. Bad. They they probably can't smell their own hair, like on top of their head. I think mm-hmm. that dirty hair is like so, the gross. Then you just have to worry about people I'm... taller than you. Mm-hmm. So that was actually, so I have to make a correction because that was just a post for people taking literal baths. So you are right. Ah, literal baths. It. So for <laughs> baths and showers, every day, 90%, roughly every other day, 6%, two or three times a week, 2%, and once a week or less, 2%. Yeah, because, so that's 150. I would, I would be a 0% bath taker. Because I, I only take showers. Who's time well, for a bath? You see, I would. I, I. I wish I could take baths, but I'm too tall for that. Remember, culturally, I know. Culturally, we're we're speaking here, very different. It's it's very common for a bath to happen every single day in, in a Japanese home. Yeah, because they got the whole room dedicated to it. Yeah, yeah. I've so, been in yeah. them. They're beautiful. They are amazing. Yeah. No, I I wish I had one of those at my apartment. Our apartment specifically. Yeah. So remember, it's a factual statement to say that none of us have bathed in the near past at all. <laughs> I haven't had a bath for years. Yep. You see, uh, 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 if we had the 
if we had like one of those like jacuzzi baths, you know I would be taking one every single day. With the jets on high. <laughs> jets on high, yes. Super high. How how else would you take a jacuzzi bath? I'm just gonna set it to low. I want my back just... to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna look like I'm boiling. I'm waiting to take a bath when I get transported to a fantasy world and I'll just find myself a nice waterfall with a, a pond at the bottom of it. And that's when I'll meet my wife. Okay. Yeah, that's when it, that's when there will be a dark skinned elf in there, mistakenly taking a bath, and he'll be like, "Ah!" And she'll be like, "Ah!" And then she will punch you through a wall. Yep. Does anybody else have any contributions? Well, I did find it interesting that there is a crackdown on video game bars in Japan recently. Yes, I do remember you sending me that link. Kind of reading into it, it does make sense though, because a lot of it is due to. The copywriting of console video games. Oh man, I was right. Oh, oh, I see, yeah. Yep, and so there's, you know, different roles for, like, actual arcade machines versus setting up home consoles in bars and having it played, because you need to have, I guess, written permission or just the rights to have that game from the actual producers, and apparently, reading into this, there have been many written requests from these companies saying, hey, cut this out or do this the right way. Nothing, nothing. So now there are some bar owners that are actually starting to get arrested because of non-compliance with this. That is really strange because, you know, you you don't have that here in the United States because it's a public place and and video game consoles are public property. Uh, Well, I mean, unless you own it, you know, so if you you take it and you put it into a bar, I don't know, do do you have to have licensing for that here in the United States? Because like well, there's a video game, there's a video game bar in Salem. Yes, Bit Bar. Yeah. So thinking about that though, the only console game that they have is Super Smash Brothers, but that's the only game they do not charge for. Well, they also have Mario Kart Double Dash, which they also don't charge for. Yeah. So I think I'd have to look and see if these bars in Japan were charging money for the console games yeah. or not, and that's how because that would Bit Bar is getting around it. Yeah. That would be a very important factor to this. So if they were paying to play a console that they own, which is like, hey, you're paying for... It's almost like like if you were selling video games. You're advertising your product by using my product without my permission. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's illegal. Yes. Yes. That that makes a lot more sense to me than... And the fact that I guess they'd send written requests saying stop doing this multiple times. I think it said since 2011 these letters have been coming. So So how do they find this out? Do they actually send, does Nintendo send spies into every video game bar to play and say like, hey, are they making you pay money to play these video games? Probably. I mean, I suppose they could do that, but depending on how many video game bars there are, I mean, there might not be many. They, it, it is possible. I mean, it might, that, it might be funded by the companies, too, you know, hiring their own, you know, like, okay, go see if these, you know, if our games are being played in these establishments, and then right. see what we can do from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Maybe if, maybe if they're letting people play for free, it could be a different story, but if right. they're charging it, that's when they're saying, no, don't do that. Yeah. All right, y'all. Let's wrap up the spring season of anime with what we're watching. Yep, or what we're finishing, right? Or what we did watch. What we did watch. So, I'll start. I finished Megalobox. Oh, yeah. And I think that is... I I wrote it for my article for this season, and I think that's my pick for this season. It is great. If you haven't watched Megalobox, man, the ending was awesome. It was such, like, a... Just a really great 
sports series. Yeah, I still haven't watched Megalo. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Uh, anybody who's interested in... I mean, like, you don't even have to be interested in sports anime to, to watch a really good anime. And uh, But this one has a little bit of a hook when you have guys with machine arms, you know, in the boxing ring. Mm. Adds a little bit to it that, that's, that's got that little bit of flavor. Real nice. So amongst all the anime that I've been watching, uh, you know, I got to see the end of Amanchu, which was really good. It was um, it was good, but I will say that I was a little bit disappointed of about some of the more dream based episodes. I was hoping yeah. it would be a little bit more of the scuba diving stuff. As as far as the ending goes, though, the ending was good. The oh no, I agree. The ending was great. Some of the episodes in between were very strange. Um, so I didn't finish Amanchu. I fell off of Amanchu because of the dream sequence. Yeah, it was a it was a little slow because of that, and I, I was much more interested in this in the facts about scuba diving. Um, but I actually found that some of the dream sequence episodes were really good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed them. It just it's hard to it's hard to muster up interest when it's not about scuba diving, which is what happened to me. Yeah, but but the sh- but the episodes themselves were actually really good. But I find it really interesting that Amanchu, like in the first season. They were able to do episodes that were about nothing, but made it feel fantastic. So it's weird to see like episodes that are about something other than scuba diving, which are the dream sequences, and not being as strong as the episodes about nothing. But the show that I wanted to get to, because, I mean, like I said, there's a few that ended, and I don't think any of us... I think I'm the only one that watched uh, Wotakoi, or Love is Hard for Otaku. Mm-hmm. Um, that show... That Jessica wrote her article on that one, and that was probably the best show this season. One of them. Mm-hmm. It was so good. It was amazing. And uh, the last episode was pretty weak, but they are pretty positive they're going to continue making that that series. the 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 the, the, the season ender was a like a really confident we're going to come back with another season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Comic Girls, I. Me personally, that was the that was the, what I wrote my article on this season, and I'm gonna stick to it. I really enjoyed Comic Girls. I thought I know everybody's really disappointed they didn't talk about manga enough, which they didn't. Um, but there was a there was enough manga stuff in it that was really cool to hear about. But the experiences of the characters and the fact that the characters were so dang cute uh, really helped, and I really, really, really enjoyed it as a show overall. And I thought the ending was really good. Um, I will say that because I, I know I wrote my review about Comic Girls. I gave it three uh, three stars out of five. I will say that the ending was really, really good. And then I also finished Magical Girl Sight, which the ending was also kind of very much a we expect to do a second season. But the ending was just bizarre because mm-hmm. uh, it, it didn't end, really. It, it just ended with a cliffhanger of, oh, there's more than what you think it is. The end. I was like, ah, oh, well, okay, that's that's cool. But but overall, that it's, it was it was a really good tragical girl show. Unfortunately, as much as I'm trying to avoid keeping talking about this, my pick for this season is Dragon Ball Super. I mean, uh, Umusume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I can go between either, but just based on how the show's lined up, I got to go Umusume because Dragon Ball just kind of said, like, F you to seasons. Like, how <laughs> yeah. everything else is lined up. Like, we're, we're just gonna throw out episodes here, there, whenever we finish writing them, whatever. So, Umu Musume. I did actually... 
it was cutesy, but it had a lot of great stories in there, and you were actually rooting for... Easily uh, one of the most surprising shows we've ever that, watched. Yeah. This Uma Musume, yes, goes on probably the top of my list of I thought this was going to be stupid, but I loved it to death. Like, it was such a good show. It was... Yes. It just, so... So my pick of this season would be all 12 episodes of Uma Musume. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see them race someday. <laughs> um, well, Fooly Cooly is still happening, which is the end of the season. Yes. And yes. now that we've gotten to see a couple more episodes, it's pretty tragic. It's... It's getting worse, guys. <laughs> it's pretty it's getting oh, worse. Really? I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm liking it, too. And I think the fourth episode was more... Was the most in spirit of the original series. So, I agree. The fourth episode was the best episode that they've put out so far. But it still makes me ask, what? Yeah. Like, exactly. It's starting, like, really obscure and really vague and it's kind of slowly funneling down and episode four is kind of giving it a lot more shape now and you kind of know where it's going but there's still so many questions in there yeah and honestly it's just i just think it's depressing and tragic because i watch an episode i'm like yeah sure that's great but why and because it really doesn't feel like A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They're trying to make it fully coolie. And as, as cool as it is that they're like, oh, we want to try to make it original and something new, it just doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And... I just find myself confused. At the end of every episode, I'm a little confused because I want to know what's happening and I want to like it, but it's too clean and it's too uh, coherent, but it's it's coherent and it makes no sense, where the first one was like, it makes no sense and it's really enjoyable to watch because there's kind of a story happening. Yeah. This one is like, look how clean and put together it is and it doesn't make sense, which just makes it make no sense. And it kind of makes it boring. A little I boring. Say, yeah. I will say the two boys, like the two friends of Ida, um, they're pretty much useless. Like, yeah, like the, the one who had the, uh, the, the fake girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Although yeah. I'll admit that was pretty funny. It was funny, but it's like, that's not fully coolly. I mean, yeah. that's like a kind of cute scenario, but it's like... Oh. And see, so episode four was the best one so far. Uh, episode 5 premieres tonight but the question is who that we're trying to answer is who is the guy with the red hair and the hat right I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking it's the guy with the giant eyebrows from yeah, season um, 1 C- Commander Amaro yeah Com- Commander Amaro yeah I think yes. it is too and the reason why he's wearing the hat 
He doesn't have the eyebrows anymore. Yeah, something like that. But I would have figured he would have been a lot older. Uh, and he and he actually seems younger than Amaro. And and he has a hold of Lord Conti's lifeless yes. robot body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoilers, I guess. But I, we don't even know what's going on, so that's not really a spoiler. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, right. We don't have the answer to, to why he has it or anything like that. So He just does. I don't know. And, it will, and especially because it just showed it, it wasn't just like, and it's Lord Conti! It wasn't yeah, no, even that. It was, it was just, just there. It was just like, yeah, there he is. It was it's just, it's there. just Lord Conti's body. It's, but it's well, they mentioned on the crucifix. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't mention that the plant that they were, that the, that the girl gives him is somehow connected to Lord Conti. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, think? Apparently, do you think, they planted um, his legs in dirt or something. <laughs> I I wonder if uh, Adamus spirit is in is in the the plant. That's that's kind of what I, it's random. It's a totally random thought to think that. But I wonder if the reason why he's looking for the plant is because Lord Conti is you know lifeless and on this weird cross thing and and maybe uh Adamus spirit is in the plant and we because we know that so the the major thing that's bugging me about Fooly Cooly right now is the the show is trying to be mysterious by being vague you know every conversation that Haruko has with what's her name the new chick that's in the show they always say that thing or he or they yes. never refer to anything by name. It's always a vague pronoun that they use, which they didn't do in the yeah, year. which they didn't need to do. And it's just like okay, I understand that you're trying to hide something, but you're so blatantly trying to hide something that I just don't care. Just tell me. Yeah, you're being mysterious to the point where it's stupid. Yeah, where it's annoying and yeah. stupid. Yeah. So, you know, because especially because they put like the emphasis on he said that. Oh, you're looking for that thing, and it's just like, I okay, I get it. Like you're trying to be vague. Like what are you what are you talking about? Am I, I, you guys you're get that so vague. Yeah. I bet you uh, think the show is, is about you. <laughs> don't you? Don't you? We did actually talk about that too. Talking about okay, who could he be? Yeah, yeah. It, could it be Athamas? Like, could it be Could they actually be referring to Nauta? Could it be somebody else that we don't know yet? I think I'm they're think, just talking I'm about Atomisk. I'm thinking, yeah, there's a, they reference the fact that, oh, it's a shell now, meaning like, okay, he's not in that shell, so like, you know, keeps moving on, maybe picking new hosts, maybe that's why he's in the plant now, needs a new shell, so they're starting something new for him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, It's... Maybe episode five tonight will answer some questions, but I said that's that. That's what about I episode, said about episode yeah, three. Said, yeah. said about episode <laughs> four, and you it'll, know, it'll answer one question we didn't know we have, and then <laughs> ask fifteen more. <laughs> yep. And uh, I and if they if they, if this episode continues to do the vague thing, I'm not out because it's only six episodes, so I'm not wasting my time. But I'm just gonna be like, all right, I I've had enough. Alright, yeah. what if it's so vague because the other season is actually happening concurrently? <laughs> and we're gonna so see they're, the actually, so they're no, having, that's a good that's a good question. So we're getting half of the story, maybe Japan's getting the other half of the story, and neither of us have any idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's really bad story writing. I'm just saying. <laughs> I did write about this for our must pick, and I do think that by the time this episode goes up, you'll see a review of it. But I think the show that really surprised me, and I think it may be one of those anime comedies that we're going to be talking about for years to come, that's Hina Matsuri. 
which it, it's interesting to point out that the guy who directed it, uh, Kei Oikawa, also did Uma Musume at the exact same time. It's impressive. It is very impressive. And considering that we have two shows that are like totally different, but showcase the same level of quality and storytelling and character development. I mean, when I first started watching this show, I initially thought it was just going to be about, like, you know, these psychic girls and using their powers and everything to survive their new settings and surroundings. Well, for the most part of Hina Matsuri, these girls don't even use their powers. They're just trying to adapt into their new surroundings and... It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It, it, there's there's like this there's this level of character drama and development that you see through both the characters of Hina and Anzu, where you have Hina being raised by you know the yakuza, but like the yakuza guy, and then you have Anzu who is who starts out living as a homeless person before being brought in by that couple who runs that restaurant. And then you get to see these two different perspectives of how one's upbringing uh, adapts their sort of mindset, where, like, Hina is basically getting everything and gets to go to school, but she kind of takes advantage of, like, just about everything. So she, all she does is eat and sleep, because she doesn't have to worry about anything else. Whereas with the character of Anzu, with her growing up, well, growing up here on Earth, as a homeless person, she understands the importance of being grateful to one's upbringing and one's surrounding and actually learns a lot. When I did my review for Hina Matsuri, I initially didn't think that I was going to be diving as deep as I did with the whole character development aspect of the show. But it's so amazing. And not to mention that like the comedy in this series is stupendous. And the way it ends, I'm really hoping that it does wind up getting another season. Because it does hint on what's to come, especially when they jump a couple years into the future. So if you have not watched Hinamatsuri yet, you have to. It is one of the biggest surprises that I have, that I I experienced this year. It seems that there's there's a trend going on with a lot of the shows that we were talking about, uh, having them all ending with... Uh, something looking to the future and creating new seasons. Uh, I wonder... Because remember how back in the day when every anime was only 13 episodes and they ended it at 13 episodes because they had they didn't think they had any chance in the world of creating a second season? Now every single show is trying to get, a, get it so that they get a sequel? No, I agree. You know, sometimes you get 13 episodes and or 24 episodes and that's it. And then you... And then they expect you to either keep on reading the manga or keep reading the light novels to see what happens next. But people who live in other parts of the world who don't get the manga or the light novel, they're realizing, huh, maybe we should be telling the story more so for that audience. Well, speaking of next seasons, we have a whole next season to talk about. And there's a whole bunch of sequels amongst that season Mm -hmm. as well. Uh... We're talking about, like, the next uh, season of Fooly Cooly. Uh, we're talking about the next season of Attack on Titan. There's a yep. new Overlord. I went Overlord. through... Yeah, I went through the Annie chart list, and... Oh my gosh, there's so much green on it. And it's like, oh, this is gonna be brutal, because there's gonna be so many shows to watch. What do you mean green, just well, for our... Oh, for, on Annie chart, you can mark a show uh, green, yellow, or red uh, as a, I'm definitely watching, maybe watching, or not watching. 
So I, I just go through and mark everything that I want as green uh, when I find a show I like. Are you definitely watching the ECK? No. I, uh, <laughs> I, I did not actually mark that one, and I should, and I probably will check out the first episode just to also just hate it. Hate it, 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 hate it. Um, but but there but there's so many there are so many shows that in that pique my interest mm-hmm. that this season that I'm I'm really just looking forward to seeing what the season has to offer. Well, I'm really hoping that some form of semblance for uh, Fooly Cooly comes together. Hoping that there's going to be something in there that's good and kind of brings the whole thing together because man well so for me as excited as i am for volleyball and badminton Mm -hmm. um i think the show that i'm most excited for is cells at work i've heard Um, a lot of really good things about that show yeah i i love i mean this is again this is japan's attempt of let's make everything a waifu it's just like your blood cells are waifus um i was actually gonna say hey it's anime osmosis jones yeah it's it's basically you know and so like the show centers around a red blood cell girl who is a delivery person and she delivers oxygen to the brain and i'm like this is so brilliant i can't wait to watch this like what an amazing premise and there's this there's this white blood cell who is, you know, like that anime action cartoon guy and he just kills viruses and there's pictures of him covered in blood. I'm, I'm so excited. My wife who's inside me. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, she sounds like my type. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? Oh man. High five, Derek. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so the series is directed by uh the jojo's bizarre adventure director is it yeah so we're gonna be getting that really over the top you know input into whatever's going on here and that's why we have that white blood cell character mm. you know who's so over the top and killing viruses and stuff like that yeah no i saw a, i saw a single trailer for it and i too think that it's going to be a lot of fun so I've always, always, I mean, we have panels like My Wife Who's Not Weird, and I'm an artist, and I draw humans, and I'm an organic artist, yeah, I'm always drawing people, and anatomy fascinates me. I've always been fascinated by the brain, I've always been fascinated by the human body, I've always been fascinated by the way it looks, and how it moves, and how it functions. I love it to death. So having movies like Osmosis Jones and this, Cells at Work... I love concepts like this because it makes me think about the way the human body works, but in this cartoon, fictional, yeah, fictionalized personification of it, and it makes it so easy to understand because the human body is complicated as hell. Do you th- like do you, do you have like this mindset where like what if like the blood inside of us is like communicating with one another, like every single little blood cell? Is actually talking to one another, like inside out with proteins. Yeah, yeah, and it's like inside out, you know, like just like that, where it's just like, what if your feelings had feelings, and and so I'm I'm super excited for cells at work, mm-hmm. even though we have beach volleyball and badminton coming on, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, oh. can we talk about this real quick? Because yeah, we're, we're on this streak of really awesome sports anime, yeah, based on out. sports that shouldn't be <laughs> this awesome and amazing. 
Yeah. Except I love watching beach volleyball every Summer Olympics. Yeah, Summer Olympics beach volleyball. For the wrong reasons! (laughs) No, for all the right reasons and the wrong reasons. Um, So that one's going to be fun. Uh, Obviously, duh, it's girls in bikinis playing beach volleyball. And hopefully it's good. (gasps) Hopefully it's good. Yeah, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's not going to be something like we were hoping Keijo wouldn't be. Yeah, so Keijo was bad. Uh, And... And and I hope it's not Keijo, which I don't think it is. I'm I'm hoping this is legitimately at beach face, volleyball. At face value, this looks like it's going to be uh, Haikyuu on the beach. Really? I actually think it looks like it's going to be trash. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and I think we're going to get Keijo, but I hope we get Haikyuu. Okay, so the badminton one, Hanibato, I thought that one looked like trash. Really? Yes. Uh, even though the trailer was very convincing about how good the animation was. Oh my gosh, the animation the, looks so good. Uh, like, I haven't seen 2D animation like this in a long it's very, time. It's very rotoscoped. Not not rotoscoped, as in, like, they drew over and made a rotoscope animation. As in, they did 3D first, they, and then they yeah, went Yeah, they with filmed it. it. They No, they didn't even go over it. They filmed it, and they just did frame by frame, drew that picture, yeah. and, and animated. Like, the reference. So, And this is from Lydon Films, the guys who did the Berserk movie trilogy. That makes a lot of sense. No, wait a minute. I thought that was the uh, Harukana Receive, the volleyball one. No, no, that's a different one. No, no, that's C2C that did that one. Uh, okay. Yeah, Hanabato is done by Linden Films. Is there okay. is there CG in, in uh, Hanabato? Uh, probably. Well, that's probably how they did the rotoscoping. Well, because it, it, well, it looked like uh, um, Harukana Receive was 3D and, and Hanabato was 3D. 2D. Uh, well, there, that's the reason why I said, uh, why, Evan, you mentioned the Berserk films, and I was wrong. It's actually the Berserk TV series that uh, that uh, Hanukkah right. received Correct. is working on. Yes. So, eh. No, <laughs> well, no. We'll have to from, see. from the trailer, they, if, they may have been very smart and been like, okay, these were the best parts that we animated in the show. The rest of it is crap. Yep. Let's put all of this stuff in the trailer. Right. They could have done And then that. everything else is going to be like... Yeah. Yeah. Or it's just an amazingly animated show. Yep. So, we'll see. So and then we'll like, be like, why couldn't you do this with Berserk? Yeah. We like boobies better. But going back to Hanebato for a second, have you seen the main character, the short-haired character girl? Like, And they really emphasize the size of her chest when she jumps up to do a spike. Yes. On the birdie. Um, the one so, that kind of looks like Tracer from Overwatch. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really focus... Like, they're focusing on the animation real well, and that includes the chests of the females who are in this show. So, I mean, like, are they deterring from... Are they just trying to animate realistically, or are they deterring from the fact that they're making a badminton anime? I don't know, but I'm going to watch it. But it's it making them feel... <laughs> Well, I would have watched it anyways. If they just animated it really well and didn't focus so much on the sexual aspect of sexualizing badminton, I still would have watched it. Mm-hmm. They gotta realize that they can do that stuff. Um, how about the one that's uh, Angels of Death? I saw a trailer for that one. Which one's that? Uh, it's the one where the guy is wrapped in all bandages and he has the scythe. Um, it looks bloody and gory. I actually got the video game version of that sent to me the other day to review for our website, so hopefully I'll be able to cover that soon. 
Really? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, that one. Right there, this one. Oh, this so one? So there's, like, this girl who has no emotions, and she's stuck on all these floors, and on each floor there's a serial killer of some sort. I, I didn't really get the whole gist from the trailer because it was oh. in all Japanese. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even see this. I wasn't even really... Well, Crunchyroll's gonna have it, so... Oh, okay. Uh, so that one seems pretty interesting, but it's weird because the trailer was like all serious and horror and stuff like that. And then at the very end of the trailer, there was this one super D chibi joke moment. There's no comedy in the, in the tags for it. So there was a part that was funny. There was a, in the very last second of it, there was a part that was funny. So it was kind of like that trailer that came out for Dropkick on My Devil, which is premiering this season as well, where it's super yeah. serious, but then they're like, no, wait, this is what the show is actually going to be like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm psyched for Dropkick on My Demon. That looks fun. Yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, I've been looking forward to that since it was first announced. Just the premise alone is really cool. But I would say for the one that I'm really looking forward to, it's a show called Chio's School Road, and it's basically about this girl who's trying to get to school each day, but something uh, something keeps her from getting there on time every yes. moment. Yes, and I see pictures of it. I've seen like trailers for it, and it looks hilarious. Like like Nietzsche Joe level of hilarity. It seems to be pushing. Oh, hearing Evan say Nietzsche Joe levels of hilarity is a pretty cool sign. <laughs> Never thought I'd ever hear him say that. Um, <laughs> so, is this a short show? I don't know. It's, it's Dio Medea. It, it could be either a 12-minute show or a 24-minute show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably between a half... Half, it's, it could be a fifteen minute. Yeah, Wait, I, does I, does if you scroll down, does any chart actually have uh, a short section? Like I they remember do. they yes, used to. They do. Yeah, they so do. it's not in there. But it, but it, they don't count fifteen minute shows. They don't. No. Oh, those are in full length shows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, Attack on Titan season three is coming out. Yep. Attack on Titan season two was really good, uh, and and so I'm really looking forward to seeing why. Because I don't read the manga to Attack on Titan. I probably should. Uh, one that I've been reading about, and this could be like oh. super terrible, but it could also be really funny, and that's Backstreet Girls. Oh, and that's yeah. the one about the three Yakuza who are forced to have sex reassignment surgery and become pop idols. I have absolutely no interest. <laughs> I have no Well, interest. Daisuke Ono plays one of the people who has to be forced to have the sex change, so I'm going to watch it for that, because usually Daisuke Ono doesn't sign off for anything that's crap. I don't know about that. He's I've seen him do some pretty bad ones. I've just been like, is that Daisuke Ono? That's weird that he's in this. But he was like a very small part. Right, but um, this is a lead part. Right, right, yeah, I know. But yeah, no, I, I don't have any interest in that show. I did see that this season, but I was just like, pass. I think it'll be funny. What was the one that you were... It's, see, the thing that I'm worried about, it's an etchy show, and I'm just like, those are dudes. I was like, no, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> What were you talking about? This one, Jonathan? Oh, yeah, the, the spirit one. <laughs> you, you argue so no Unison? Yeah. Which I, I, I've read a lot of amazing things about the manga. Apparently, it is to spirits as Monster Musume is to Monster Girls. So really? it's going to be etchy, but it's going to be hilarious. Because I watched, I watched the preview to it, and I just was not impressed. The uh, the animation looks bad. I it, haven't seen any. It looks bad. Like it looks like that kind of really lazy. Hey, we're Studio Arms animation. Ooh, we haven't heard Studio the name Studio Arms in a long time. I don't think Studio Arms is around anymore. Nah, for good reason, probably. 
All right, well, speaking of original story lines, I'm reading this and I'm falling in love with it because you know how sick I am of, like, the whole male protagonist and, like, a girl falling into his life and, oh, how do I get to, you know, deal with this girl? <laughs> well, listen to this. Aikawa Susuke is a part-time worker who lives in a rundown apartment. One day he hears a creaking sound from his ceiling and suddenly the resident of the apartment above his, Unyu Sunao, falls through a hole that appears in his ceiling onto his bed. Thus start Susuke and Sunao's comical life of living together. <laughs> which, one is, which one is this? This is called Joshi Ochi. Tukai Nikai Kara Eromo Sume da Fute Kite Orino Arene. Exclamation mark, question mark. <laughs> that because, sounds like a light night novel. Time because time. I'm excited Manga. and I have questions too. Um, let's see what the English title is. Well, apparently it's an adult manga, so maybe it's... Oh. Ooh. Oh. Question mark episodes at question mark minutes. Uh, so one of the one of the shows that I have marked here that I <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, and I don't think anybody's licensed it, I, I just kind of saw it, because it also, on any chart, has no genres. It's the it's called Island. Yeah. I've been, it's based off of a video game. Yeah, it's based off of a visual novel. So that's a little bit different because it because it, it could be based off of a video game, but this one's based off of a visual novel. Yeah, and it's from Studio Feel, who did Hina Matsuri this past season, and also did Outbreak Company and Dagachi Kashi. Yeah, it's uh, so alone. So a, there's three girls from each of the families on the island. A guy washes up on the shore. And so it sounds like a less humorous version of Nagasarate Iranto. Yeah, kind of. Pretty much like Nagasarate Iranto or Nagasarate Island is. So good! It's it's the perfect harem, or it's it's up there with the most perfect of harems. This is not really a harem, I guess. This is this sounds like a visual novel. Like this sounds just like an animated visual novel, um, kind of like. Uh, I really hope that it's like one room. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! One room two is coming out. Yeah, what? season two. No way! Yeah. No way! It's so funny that you say watching that. it. <laughs> I I watched the first episode of the first one and I was just like, I will get in trouble for watching this. Yeah, one room. Moshi, two. Moshi, it's the fucking police. It? No, this one. That one room two. It's, What's that one? I don't... <laughs> one room second season. Yeah, I, I know. I like that it's called one room two, and it's just. Uh, Includes episode zero. All right. All right. I get to watch uh, pedophiles. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. Uh, no. There's this one next to it. Called, uh, this is the one that um. Josie Ochi. Yeah, that they were calling about. Where? Yeah. Why are there two girls on it? I don't know. The, the, okay. So I I might end up watching an isekai in this season because we have um. Which one's the the one where like there's the cat girl and the elf girl. And they both summon... This well, how demon. not to summon a demon lord. How not to summon a demon lord. Which I've heard really good things about. I saw the trailer for it, and it did look kind of funny. Which one is that? That one. Oh, this one? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, um, so there's, like, this really, really big-boobed uh, elf chick, and there's a uh, flat-chested uh, cat girl. I did see cat girls, so I was just like, oh, okay. And, like, it's they both beat. try to summon a demon lord at the same time, and it turns out to be this dude who plays an MMORPG. <laughs> and they fight, and they both fight over which one summoned him. Interesting. I like that concept. I like that premise. Yeah, and it's it's completely tongue-in-cheek and so, funny. So, but... But that's kind of the the same premise as uh, the familiar of zero, 
because that was the whole thing was they they're at this witch school mm-hmm. and and it was i i really i thought that, that it was hilarious because it's like oh they're at this witch school now they're at the part where they have to summon their familiars mm-hmm. and everybody's summoning you know like birds owls and then she summons a guy and yeah, it's just mm-hmm. like that's hilarious like her, her familiar is just this other person yeah but wasn't that show bad no, I no, I watched, no. For me, I, Zero is really good. The dub watched, for season one was terrible, but I watched all four seasons of it, and it's just a harem. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a harem series, and you know because it's it's like oh here's the maid girl and she's desperately in love with the main character, but here's or uh, and here's like the main girl and she hates him because he's so sundere and bosses him around, but she's the one that falls in love with him. You know, it's just like argh. right, you know, so. It's frustrating, but it... It's it, a Rie Kugumiya that, that, that plays the, um, the Sundere, who plays Eloise, by the way, who is the queen of Sundere, by the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonderful. Now, I am looking forward to High Score Girls, uh, which is... I, oh, yes, the one that about looks the... Cool. That one looks really funny. Yeah, JC staff, and it's about yep. sixth grade girls who, in 1991, yep. who go to yep. arcades and play video games. I, I know, I had I had that on my list. I'm pretty, I'm pretty thrilled. Why with not? That. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty. They've already name dropped Street Fighter Two as one of the games. Then I am in. Did they? Except really? it's oh, not yeah. Street. It's not Super Street Fighter because that one didn't come out until uh, 93. Yeah, yeah, so Cammy yeah, is not. So Cammy will not be in it. Yeah. Wah wah. <laughs> my wife. So that means you're allowed to have a new crush in this game because there was no Cammy yet. So she wasn't born yet. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Cammy uh, was born in the 70s, I believe. She's uh, she's like, I think she turned 44 this year or something like that. Hmm. When does the point of inception or conception for a uh, video game character start? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's... When... When the when the creator says that they've been birthed, there we go. <laughs> Which always confused me about um, uh, the like the Tekken series is great, but the one thing that they got wrong is that my favorite character Paul Phoenix is twenty in the first two games. He's twenty, and then twenty one, and then in game three, which happens a year later, a year later, he's forty three. Yeah, well, because 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 Nina Williams gets frozen, so she doesn't age, and then Paul does. I think everybody. I think that's what where the confusion is. I think because Nina Nina doesn't age, but Paul does, and it's because Nina got frozen and Paul did not. Hmm. So that's some Tekken history for you. I don't know if you care about that, but me and Jonathan know about that because Tekken's our favorite fighting game. So I'm bad at it, but I like Street Fighter. Well, I'm good at Tekken, and I'm and Tekken's my favorite. I like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> Actually, speaking of fighting games, I've been playing the Dragon Ball Legends mobile game, which oh, Evan, Evan appropriately corrected my scoring. I was going to give it a 3 out of 5, but it gets 4 out of 7 stars. <laughs> it, it's literally every single other mobile game you have, plus yeah. a... Basic yeah. point and touch interface. Ooh, yeah, punch. The, Ooh, blast. Yeah, the, ga- the gotcha system. Did you yeah. see the um did you see the clueless gamer on Conan O'Brien about it? No. Yes. Oh yeah, we watched it. What got me to download it. it? It was really good. Really? Which I, I actually shared it to the Wicked Anime page on Facebook because it was like, wow, they're like really giving anime a decent shot. It's not like anime's the punchline, it's like they're making jokes while playing an anime game. And Conan O'Brien is like really into this. Like, I can see Conan O'Brien as somebody who likes anime. 
Yeah. I think he... Uh, well, there no. were... Um, when he was over doing The Tonight Show on NBC, uh, there were actually a couple of recurring segments where he and Andy went over to to uh, what, Manga Studios and redubbed like Ghost yes. in the Shell and a I couple do, of other I, re- other I do remember that. Yeah, I they went to that. Bam Zoom. Yeah. yeah, they went to Bang Zoom. Oh, yep. I think I think the bigger anime fan out of that duo though was Ron Funches. Because I <laughs> love was, how he's trying yes. to introduce Conan to the different characters and just nonchalantly goes, "Oh, that's Goku. He's a horrible father." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then, uh, and then they were they like both him and uh, Ron Funches and uh, and Conan did their Super Saiyan charge ups, and then they played the game, and then uh, he had Funches do a. Super Saiyan lose charge up is like now do a Super Saiyan charge up but you just lost the game. <laughs> uh, uh. And there's just some crying. Yeah. <laughs> As a Super Saiyan. Yeah. I love Ron Funches. I, I he was like one of the biggest reasons why I kept watching this show at midnight, which yes. was a great which was a great like post Daily Show Stephen Colbert or whoever it was after the fact. Or what? What was the show afterwards? Larry least, Wilmore was there. Then what, there was the opposition, both of which uh, rest in peace shows. Both are canceled. <laughs> yeah, nothing could really follow Daily Show after Stephen Colbert left. But at midnight, I thought was great. But Ron Funches like was one of the best contestants on that show because he has that sort of sass that I, I, he's this level of sass that no other dude I've ever seen has. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, right before we go, I do want to make mention to something that is pretty important to how much we hate anime. Uh, and, and it's, uh, this season, Masamune's Revenge is getting an OVA. Okay. Ugh. Did anybody actually finish the series? No. I finished it. You did? And you did? man, what a, yeah, dude, it was like, it, if, if that show Seven Mortal Sins didn't come out last, last year... That Masamune Kun's Revenge would have been my pick for worst anime of 2017. I wonder what uh, I wonder what the OVA is going to be about then. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's coming out, but it's it's a uh, it's one of those special episodes that's bundled with the tenth volume of the manga. Yeah, and it, it says it, it will tell an after story for the manga. So that means that the manga's ending. So the manga's ending, and the o and the OAD that's coming out for it is is going to be the after story of that. So. That's an interesting thing, is that they're actually ending the story. Hmm. That's kind of not going to change the fact that it was a shitty adaptation. It's true, but it's a really interesting thought, right? Because that means that it wasn't just a show that went on was pointless. It means that they actually went on to finish the story, and then it has an ending, and then they're actually doing an epilogue, which is really interesting to think about, as bad as the show was. Because... I don't want to bring up the show again and talk about everything that was wrong with it because that was like two years ago. What? No, it was last year. I can't believe it was last year. Yeah, where it was just like, oh, like the whole point was the revenge of the show and that was hilarious. And then it's like, oh no, they're actually going to fall in love with each other and then he's going to choose the wrong girl. You know, what is this, Toradora? You know. (laughs) Although the difference is Toradora was really good. Toradora was really good, but he still chose... Okay, what is this? He just still chose the wrong girl. Or rather, the girl rejected him because she thought that he actually had feelings for her. But then he's like, oh, that's not true. Wait. Well, okay, I guess I do like the other girl. Watch it and find out, people. Toradora is really good. What you know it's not good by the same creator? Golden Time. Golden Time. <laughs> you made... Here's the thing. I thought Golden Time was a good show, but then you made me hate that series. <laughs> 
Because it was like, no, that... Oh, fuck, they actually... No. Oh, my God, you're right. This is horrible. Uh, yeah. So, um, speaking of love-hate shows, and I, I feel like, like this is going to be a show that I really think that we need to revisit when it finally ends, and that's Darling in the Franks. There are weeks yeah. when Darling in the Franks is awesome, but then there are weeks when Darling in the Franks is fucking terrible. I, I've been taking it for what it is, and for the most part, I enjoy every episode I Me watch. Me too. Because I, I, I know that every episode... Because from the beginning of, of Darling in the Franks, when Darling in the Franks first started... I was very much on the side of this show is only okay, yeah, sure and then it and then it it kind of has like a, a bell curve where it's just like oh it's only okay it's really good it's only okay and then you know and and I think it's gonna end okay yeah but it's but overall it averages out to be a, a good show they could have ended it at episode twenty two. I really think that they could have like I I don't know where they were going with it and then I watched episode twenty three and I said. Mm. No, they're good because it's Studio Trigger. Studio Trigger is very much on board with we're going to tell an original story and we're going to end it. So they're going to give it a proper ending. Yeah, but I thought it did end though. Like not I, really like, at all. Like it, it was the most anime anime episode where like they had they had anime beams and everything. And I'm talking about like uh, story plot ending anime canon boom you know oh, maybe I didn't watch it then and I made the and I made the point when we were chatting back and forth and I feel like I feel like Studio Trigger is a studio that works better when it works alone because then you've got this other studio studio uh, A1 Pictures who usually does a great job with, with its stuff like with interviews with Monster Girls and Black Butler when you have two studios working together that you're getting conflicted ideas tossed in and it's going to force both studios to have to compromise on something. And because of that, you're not going to be getting the full force of one studio or the other studio. I liked it. I, I liked it a lot. All right. They everybody. decided to go to space. <laughs> I know they decided. They actually did decide to go to space. I do know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just a creepy old professor who likes little girls. And and he, he discovered, like, you know, the... Colonosaurs, or Colaxis. and mix them up with Chemical X, and yeah, and uh, you know he's a pervy. Perf- I don't know. It was weird. I it, it was weird. It's Professor Utonio. <laughs> yes. What? Well, I mean, in, in a he's certain created sense. the perfect Professor, ingredients for three little. Yeah, dogs. but per, but <laughs> Professor Utonium's a good dad. It, it, like he's That's like true. you can throw this professor in dad space of like Naruto and and Goku. <laughs> he did not get a tie. No, he did not. He was a dad who did not get a tie. Professor Utonium did, though. Yeah. So he, he, he got many a tie. And All a right, pipe. Everybody. <laughs> Back when you could have fathers smoking pipes on Cartoon Network shows. It was oh, just yeah. a black toy hammer that he chewed on. That was all. <laughs> Fun fact about cartoons in the early age, though. He did have the pipe in his mouth, but there was no smoke coming out of it. Yep. That would have made it adult. And the pipe never actually touched his mouth. It was just floating yeah, in front. Yeah, floating in front. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> Does Professor Utonium have a pipe in the new Powerpuff Girls? No. Cancelled? No. no pipe. Oh, interesting. Actually, he has a gas mask bong. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. You know, with the twerking bubbles, I am not... I wouldn't be too surprised if that was the case. Oh, that that all made me feel sick when you said twerking bubbles. That yep, there's an episode where bubbles twerks. 
That makes me feel gross. It does, and that's why I stopped watching it. Oh, come on, girls! The gang green gigs says they have some chemical legs. You know, the Naruto bubble ninja showed up, and like, and the bubble, the bubble started twerking. But I was like, ah, that's kind of, you know, topical. But it's actually bubbles. So you know what's not gross? All the uh, season anime that you are all gonna watch. If you're gonna watch any new shows this season, let us know what you uh, let us know what you're gonna watch, or let us know what you want us to watch, so you don't have to. That's and, always an acceptable answer. And we won't watch it. Yeah. We won't watch it for you. Nope. It'll probably take us weeks, years even, to, to watch the shows that you want us to watch. Or you could just select the ones that we're already going to watch and we'll say, yeah, we watched it because of you. We'll make mm-hmm. you feel special. That's right. And where can they send us that info? If you guys want to chat with us about what the new season of anime has to bring or you know what we could talk about for Darling in the Franks, or whatever, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post news and updates and any kind of funny news articles and topics that we want to talk about, as well as you can chat with us in the Facebook Messenger. We like to do that from time to time. Uh, And then, of course, you can find us at nerdyshow.com if you're not already listening to this podcast over there. You can also find it at iTunes and... uh, uh, Stitcher, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Audio Boom, and Podchasers, and all that kind of good garbage mm-hmm. for podcasts and everything that you like about podcasting. And uh, also at nerdshow.com, you can find uh, our videos for that. But we prefer you go find our videos at YouTube.com/slash Wicked Anime Reviews, where we have videos in production because he has no excuse. Um, that yeah, and getting married. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, you can find us at youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews where you can subscribe to us and you can hit that little notification bell and bookmark our page because YouTube is weird and doesn't actually show you what you, we, you want to see anymore. I hate so, YouTube's new interface. Oh, YouTube is, well, I mean, YouTube is just owned by Google and, you know, it's, worse. it's trash. <laughs> I really want to make a fully Cooly video now. I want to collect my thoughts together and I want to make a really great fully Cooly video. Yeah, um, and then you can find us at all, all the other social medias. You can find us at Twitter. You can tweet at us like everybody else likes to do. Uh, you can uh, find us at Tumblr, kind of. You can find us on Twitch, where man, I've been getting a lot of mileage out of Steam. I've been playing Agorist War, hmm. and and that's a good anime game. Oh, I've also been playing Disgaea. This, if, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, those are both tactical RPG games. Disgaea would be a great game. No, to, this guy's fantastic. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It is it's it's really anime, really funny. I love the animation. It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game. I gotta see this. Yeah. There is a um there's a a, a a new version coming out that's uh, for the Switch and PS4. It's a remake of the original Disgaea. And I think they're going to be adding more animated scenes to it. It, I, it looks fantastic. I just, bought the, I just bought the old Disgaea. Why would I want to buy the new Disgaea that's so a remake of the... I'll buy the new Disgaea like when yeah. it comes up for PS4. Yeah, Etna is quite waifu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever watched the anime version of Disgaea? The, the one that came out in 2006? No, I was actually told that it's really confusing unless you've played the video game. It is, but it's still pretty entertaining. Okay. I now, do. I, 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 like, I like the anime version of it. I, I've considered it. Uh, I, I have considered it, but that is a, so. Maybe, hey, maybe uh, I don't know if I have some time, which I don't. Uh, I'll uh, I'll go to my uh, we'll go to Twitch TV slash Wicked Anna Play, and I'll be trying to play some Disgaea for you guys, or maybe some Agorist War. I don't know. 
and I can chat with you there. Uh, and that's about it. Evan? All right. So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Basher Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you are in a band and want to be featured on the No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter and on the J-Pop Anime and Video Games Amino pages at kingbaby.esh, on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, and hopefully soon we'll be doing more video game streaming at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc, now that we're settled into the apartment hopefully it'll be a little bit more fun now um you can like yeah woo you can like us on facebook.com slash boston bash brigade and on facebook.com slash land of ash and don't forget about all the other sites under the land of ash including the electric sisterhood Phil's recap and review and smash book and guys what a month we've had on over at boston bash brigade we were quoted three times in the back of manga volumes. I know. We got to interview the creator of Aspie-chan. Mm-hmm. We got to interview Frank Turner, who was Cuckoo Kangaroo's number one fan and one of the greatest singers and songwriters of the 21st century. And hopefully by the time this episode airs, we will have interviews with Noodles and The Pillows. Yeah. Guys, uh, Evan's show's doing way better than ours. Go listen to his. <laughs> what are you even still doing here? <laughs> well, well. speaking of which, episode 200, which will be out by the time this episode airs, hope you'll listen to it because we will have Andrew and John Starr on this episode. Yeah. It'll be the first time that they're going to be at the at our homestead, the B3 headquarters or whatever you want to call it. And hopefully, too, knock on wood, our buddy Tyler Abstract from Abstract Japan, the other Boston-based J-pop Japanese music show will be on that episode too. Cool. Very good. Cool. Derek, what about you? Awesome. Uh, well, you can find me on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and Lee for Derek. Uh, you can also find me going around because Abandoned is a Popeye was actually found by Muriel, who lives in the middle of nowhere, where her husband used his bag. Uh, but creepy stuff happens in nowhere, so it's up to me to save my new home. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid dog, you made me look bad. Ooga, booga booga booga. <laughs> Very good. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Wicked Anime. Uh, we will be back in a couple weeks to give you a brand new episode of Wicked Anime. And now we will sign off the only way we know how. Kena. Yeah, next episode will be like a follow-up and okay, here's what we're watching this. Frostpunk has been the game. It's so depressing and sad and stressful, and that's how I have fun. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 